The Crude Life, every Monday through Thursday with a week in review on Friday. Podcast. My name is Jason Spees. Thank you, folks, for joining us today. North Dakota Nomad, the Shale Play Prophet, broadcasting live from the Hatch Coaching Studios. Our entitled intern provolone is manning the production elements of the podcast. Arthur White with EV Downhill Video joins the program a little bit later and explains the underground camera business and why it's taking off in the world of oil and gas. Also, Troy Shrink coming in the latter part of the program talks about bonding and family atmosphere within temporary housing from the rec room to the food to the new non-alcoholic sports bar they have to really connect people out there. And Orla, Texas, it sounds like, is where the activity is going on right now. The old ghost town known as Orla, Texas, now probably one of the hottest economies in the United States. Let's see what else we have coming up today. Sponsor, Credence Energy Services. All right, Kevin Black and the team over at Credence Energy Services are today's sponsor. Headlines coming up very shortly, the popular headlines. And we've got an eco-watch from Johnny Green. All right, the Earth's champion, Johnny Green, gave us an eco-watch today. Uh Uh-oh, someone showed him the internet. AOC's new Green Deal would cost $75,000 per household in the first year, says the study. Representative Alexandria Cortez Popez's new Green Deal, proposed new Green Deal, would cost the average household nearly $75,000 in the first year in key swing states, driving the U.S. economy into steep depression, according to a study released Wednesday. The study, conducted by the Free Market Competitive Enterprise Institute, Power of the Future, and Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, examined the ambitious House and Senate resolutions' projected impact on energy costs in 11 states. Well, it's no surprise here. I mean, looking down further, it says $74,287,000 with an annual cost. It's, there's, there's no surprise that this is coming out. In fact, it'll probably be more when it's all said and done. I'll bet you this is a very conservative estimate when we're talking about transitioning into a Green New Deal. Such a rapid growth. See, here's the thing. This is what really is irritating, okay? The oil and gas industry and the humans have been decarbonizing for over 150 years, okay? The oil and gas industry, not so much 150 years, but humans have Shortly after that, oil and gas came around. And from there, we've been decarbonizing. From hay to wood, coal to crude to natural gas. We're down to one carbon, a lot more hydrogen molecules, okay? So when you take a step back, and what AOC, Sierra Club, and all these other environmentalists are doing is jumping on a movement that has been going on for over 150 years. And this movement has been being, being solved by smart, clever capitalists who are figuring out ways to reduce our emissions because that is what's good for the human race. This crash course. Do you realize how much poverty is going on in the United States right now? 
Do you understand how many people are having financial problems? And we're going to worry about something that's in the future that we don't even have an actual scientific reality of? Sure, we got consensus science. Consensus science is put together by politicians and lawyers. I'm talking about actual science here. So what we're really talking about is the fear of the future, fear of the unknown. So let's just hand over all of our liberties and money to the Green New Deal. And this rapid crash course is just unbelievable. And the leaders ought to be ashamed, ought to be ashamed to turn your back on the actual problems going on in the world today so that everybody can give away their liberties, their land, and their money for something in the future? Shame on you. Johnny Green, he got my ire on a Monday morning going, Johnny Green, the Earth's champion. You know, he can do that, by the way, folks. Johnny Green is the Earth's champion. He has a platform that says that if we power our cell phones down for one hour a day, we can keep driving our cars, and renewables ain't doable without fossil fuelables. What else do we got coming up today? Okay, let's get to our sponsor here real quick. Credence Energy Services philosophy and approach to business is rooted in a set of guiding principles. Each principle is designed to encompass their beliefs inside and outside the organization and influence their daily decisions. They deliver chemical solutions to oil and gas operators that improve production, reduce failures, and optimize overall efficiency. For more information on Credence Energy Services, visit their website. Credence-Energy.com. That's Credence-Energy.com. Or you can always click on the Crude Life Podcast show page for links there as well. Coming up next, we've got our very popular headline segment coming up right around the corner. My name is Jason Spies, and you're listening to the Crude Life Podcast. Because you're my pineapple, baby, let me be your mango man. The Crude Life, every Monday through Thursday with a week in review on Friday. Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking. The Davis Refinery. Well, you're my surfboard, baby, let me be your boo. Welcome back to the Crude Life Podcast. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for joining us here. I am the North Dakota Nomad, the Shale Play Prophet, broadcasting here from the Hatch Coaches Studios. Coming up a little later in the program, Arthur White with EV Downhole Video explains why the underground camera business is taking off. Right now, headlines is what we're at right now. So let's take a look at our first headline, Occidental Petroleum in Wyoming are discussing the biggest government land purchase since Alaska. According to a report in the Financial Times, Occidental Petroleum is working on a deal to sell millions of acres of land to the state of Wyoming. Transaction could include more than 1 million acres of surface land and additional 4 million acres in underground mineral rights. 
That would make it the largest land purchase in the country since the United States government bought Alaska from Russia back in 19, oh, 1867. The reported purchase would be somewhere in the range of $1 billion to $3 billion. The sale would help Occidental Petroleum raise cash so it can quickly pay off its debt. It occurred when acquired Anadarko Petroleum last year. The company intends to sell up to $15 billion of assets to help with debt reduction. It has already signed deals to sell $10 billion of assets, including $565 million in real estate in Texas. Well, that to me tells you exactly what's going on. We said this a couple years ago on the show, folks. The energy industry is consolidating. That's what's going on. Is when you look at every single industry in the United States right now, and 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 I'll get into this at a different time. I'm gonna I'll bring a guest on to really flesh this out because this is a theory and a reading of the tea leaves that no one is talking about. No one. Okay. And that is the, the end of the day, okay? It's gonna, there's a lot more to this, so I'm not just saying this. But at the end of the day, in 10 years, you very well could have a handful of companies, say 10 companies and countries, Saudi Arabia, for example, that went IPO last year, that make up the 90% of the oil and gas industry, just like every other industry on the globe. There's no reason to think with the direction that the oil and gas industry is going from regulations and climate change and Occidental Petroleum selling land to a government who could easily nationalize things. Yeah, it's happened. It's happened. Oil and gas land has been nationalized. Gee, look at that right in the headline. Land purchased since Alaska. Go up to Alaska. They have their oil land socialized. That's why they all get a check at the end of the year. Because there's basically what Shell and BP, you got two companies up there that control Alaska. That's why nothing gets done. Because it has to go through the House and Senate and everything that happens in oil and gas in Alaska has to go through the legislative body. I mean, you want to talk about corporations moving slow. Cheaper creepers go put corporations and government together. That's the the snail's pace. Pfft. Snails like the rabbit in that situation. So some to keep an eye on. Like I said, we'll have some guests on a little bit later in the program. But if if anyone's wondering where my tea leaves are looking, that's where they're looking. Is if you look at every single industry, whether it's fast food or chocolates or flowers or whatever industry is out there. You only have about a dozen companies or less that make up 90% of the global industry. Apps, apps have absolutely accelerated that, without a doubt, have accelerated that. Just the whole advent of apps. And that's another thing to think about, too, is technology changes, folks. Let's go to our next headline here. Boulder, Colorado, this comes from timescall.com. Boulder County commissioners extend oil and gas memorandum to July 31st. With more than 200 comments submitted in support of Boulder County's extension of its memorandum on oil and gas developments and seismic testing, county commissioners unanimously acquiesced. Well, that's a new one. 
on Monday, setting a new expiration date of July 30th. I haven't seen the word ask you, ask used in a long time, let alone, you know, just from the hip here. This is the first time I'm reading this, folks, so occasionally these do trip me up. The additional four months, the commissioner said, will provide the county staff as well as the public adequate time, as well as the public adequate time to review the proposed amendments to Article 12, the Boulder County land use. So basically what they've done is they've extended the comments further. From my understanding, Boulder, Colorado has basically banned oil and gas activity for the last, I don't know, seven years, eight years. And I know in Longmont, Montana, they're having to put uh, walls, you know, those noise walls they have by interstates and highways. They're having to put the, those around the oil and gas activity. So Colorado's got some issues, folks. And there's going to be some positive things and some negative things that come out of those issues. Right now, there's a lot of negative coming out of it. A lot of negative. And more than anything, what I'm seeing coming out of Colorado is a lot of very skewed science. That's what I'm seeing more than anything. I'm seeing a lot of fear-mongering. I'm seeing a lot of acceleration of the Mandela effect, which is if you basically repeat a lie enough, people think it's true. Al Gore inventing the internet is the Mandela effect. Most people actually believe Al Gore invented the internet. True. That's true. In fact, a lot of people think the coronavirus is spread through corona, the beer. Americans think that on this planet in the year 2020 as a real thing. So you could think of the most bizarre thing. I'm, I'm not kidding you. You could sit down, come up with the most bizarre, creative, and it doesn't matter what direction you go. It can be weird. It can be perverse. It can be grotesque. Just pick up the newspaper, turn on the internet the next day, and it, you'll, you'll actually be, read something in reality that just blew the waters right out of yours. So there you go, folks. Let's see. And by the way, we'll, we're going to continue with this Boulder County Commissioners and the Colorado Talk. Coming up next on Headlines, let's take a look here. What do we got? The coronavirus symptoms and how you can protect yourself from it. This from Click to Houston. The novel coronavirus is now a, quote, public health emergency of international concern, quote, killing more than 3,000 people and infecting more than 88,000 worldwide. Even worse, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention expects the virus to keep spreading beyond this year. So I'll tell you, folks, I got to be honest about this coronavirus. To me, it sounds a lot like the flu, fever, cough, runny nose, sore throat, trouble breathing. That's that's interesting to me that it's, it's very much like the flu. And a lot of the symptoms are like the flu and the deaths are very similar to the flu. So I'm not I, I'm not going to change what I'm doing. I'm still going to travel. I'm not going to wear a mask. You be you. You do whatever you need to do. I'm going to continue on with my life. This is, in my opinion, another flu. That's what this is. A new strain, something along those lines. I mean, when I look at the bird flu and H1N1 and all these different ones that have come and gone, that this is along the same lines. Uh, I'm not going to get caught up in the fear-mongering. Um, I'm hearing conversations about things that canceling March Madness tournaments and canceling all kinds of different things. Um, 
this is like weather terrorism to me where in in the upper midwest we always come out with blizzard warnings and people cancel trips when i worked at a, a news talk station people would call very upset when we would not give the correct weather very i mean people would plan trips and cancel trips and events around the weather and when you give incorrect weather and it's really sunny out and you said it was going to blizzard people get upset so to me this is very similar to where you the same way that you can control people's behavior through the weather now i'm not saying this is not not safe like i said you be you I'm just for as of right now, this is very similar to a flu. And I think that if you followed the way that sometimes maybe a flu got spread through the school and then your house and then to work and then maybe, you know, that guy goes on vacation and then spreads it down there. I, I think it's very similar. I really do. So I'm not going to get caught up yet. But you be you, folks. If you if you want to live in a world of fear, then go ahead. Not here, baby, this esoteric energy approach at the crude life. That's right, Provolone. We are energy united right here at the crude life. All right, what do we got coming up next? Arthur White. Is, let's, let's get to um, Arthur White. Can we do that? Because I'm kind of done. I'm, I'm, re- I'm, I'm about ready to just do the interview and relax a little bit and find out what's going on in the downhole video business. I mean, Arthur White, he's out of Colorado, so I'll ask him about that as well. But uh, he's going to explain why the underground camera business is taking off in oil and gas. So do want to mention our sponsor for the show today. We have daily sponsors here at The Crude Life. And if you'd like to sponsor the program or perhaps program, we'll see how the pronunciation goes. Jason at thecrudelife.com is my email. If you'd like to sponsor, feel free to shoot me an email or reach out on LinkedIn or Facebook or you know what? There's a lot of ways to ignore me and a lot of ways to get in touch with me. So if you'd like to sponsor, get in touch with me. Credence Energy Services is our sponsor for today. Their philosophy and approach to business is rooted in a set of guiding principles. Each principle is designed and encompassed with their beliefs inside and outside the organization that influence their daily decisions. They deliver chemical solutions to oil and gas operators that improve production, reduce failures, and optimize overall efficiency. For more information on Credence Energy Services, visit CredenceEnergy.com. Coming up next, we're going to have Arthur White with EV Downhole Video. My name is Jason Spies. You're listening to the Crude Life Podcast. Provolone, get those Bakken barbecue lines. You know what? Let's just let's go right to the interview. You know what? Let's do that. Hey, let's just throw out the script once again. You know what? Because that... That commercial can wait. I want to find out what's going on in the world of underground camera business. Provolone, let's get a mic level check from our good friend Arthur White with EV Downhole Video. Arthur White, EVO Incorporated. Appreciate the time today, Mr. Arthur White out of the Denver District, Littleton, Colorado. Uh, one of the reasons why we're talking with Mr. White today is... Rigs are down 20%, and so one of the things that Crude Life is doing is just calling around and asking people how business is doing, and a lot of people are doing fine. Some people are down a little bit, and some people, like Mr. Arthur White, has found some success in some areas in the oil and gas industry. And uh, thank you for joining the program today and having some good news. You know, with with rigs down 20%, 
on the year, uh, you know, just just breaking even seems like a good, a good strategy for a lot of oil and gas companies. But our previous talk, it sounds like you figured out a way to find some revenue uh, as of last April. Congratulations. And uh, how's business today? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, business is, uh, is steady and growing. Um, so we're in the business of running cameras down oil and gas wells, uh, primarily to inspect and see see what's going on. So traditionally, that's been a, really a, a reactive type business, right? We'll get a call when something's going wrong and, uh, and then go out and inspect and, and uh, diagnose the problem and, and get the operator back, back on. But um, yeah, what we've been doing recently with our new camera system is a lot more proactive um and so uh we can get into that right now or absolutely i was going to say I, I i'm starting to think of all the different questions and they're more of uh statements i guess that i could see where it would be extremely beneficial to have that that information before you even you know what i mean it, it's it's more to me it looks it's more like a due diligence if you will sure sure yep yeah, so as, as, as I mentioned, for the proactive part of the business now, we're, we're looking and using the camera to um, evaluate uh, frack treatments in, in the wells. And so what we're doing is we're visually looking at the perforations and measuring them um, pretty accurately. And then from that uh, information, we're actually measuring the eroded area on the perfs. So, um, you know, so top level, basically, we're, we're uh, seeing where the frack went uh, for the operators and helping them to optimize their perforation and, and frack procedure. And so, yeah, so helping them to make that much more efficient. And uh, so that's, yeah, that's been taken off. Explain just kind of if you would how that makes it a little bit more efficient. I mean, um, you know, it's, it, it can be a pretty complicated industry, but at the same time, it can be pretty simple too. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, frac optimization basically means you want a nice, even frac fracture treatment across the entire lateral or producing area of the well. Um, and so, uh, for traditional completions where it's a plug and perf perf, uh, a cemented casing, um, without looking at this, you can have some real uneven areas where, you know, part of the lateral will uh, frack well, real well, other parts will not. And so we're visually looking at that now and, uh, and seeing, uh, verifying, okay, uh, what is, what's going on? Why is it uneven? And, uh, basically it's, it's due to perforations being too small or plugged off, et cetera. So we can visually see that whereas other methods, uh, uh, were, you know, are more, uh, uh, iterative i guess so you can do it by step down rates you can do it uh, also with uh, other technology but uh, yeah there's nothing like looking at the actual perforation hole to figure out what's going on so is there such thing as a perfect frack i always hear that term <laughs> well we're i don't know if uh yeah i don't think there's uh, one out there that i know about but uh yeah you'll, uh, the whole idea is to 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 uh go that direction and make it as efficient as possible. That, that's that's always the goal I hear is to get that perfect frack, which is, you know, it's like it can't be done. Well, maybe it can, but, you know, it's always <laughs> it's always good to have that brass ring, if you will. Sure. Uh, I, I did want to ask you, too, about education and innovation. 
Anytime you've got, whether it's sensors or I, I remember covering stories seven, eight years ago with people who had, you know, a lot of this um, streamlining of human resources and, and sensors out on the rigs and that sort of thing. It took them a few years to really break through that kind of old way of thinking, if you will. And that's normal anytime you have innovation to have an education period. How was your education period with this? Because you mentioned before it was reactive and now it's proactive. So it seems like you succeeded with the education. Uh, it's an ongoing process for sure. So, uh, you know, as we talk to our customers, um, yeah, we're, we're going over the benefits. Uh, we're learning from each job ourselves also and, uh, you know, able to, to pass that on. And uh, so, yeah, it, it just keeps building upon itself. But, yeah, it's a continual, continual process for sure. So what is it you guys are offering then as far as services? You do the downhole video. So if somebody's listening right now and they want to, utilize your service, that sort of thing. What, 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 walk us through what you guys do with the energy companies. Sure. So uh, our main focus has been visual analytics. So we're, our core business is, is the imaging and video that we get from, uh, from the camera systems that we have. And then what we're trying to do uh, are things, like I mentioned, uh, measure perforations quite accurately uh, visually. But uh, so wherever we can, we're trying to, uh, add numbers to to the uh, kind of the qualitative information you get from the video. So the other things we can do are add caliper tools with the the video, so we can both look at problems and and measure them physically and put those two things together. So, uh, so we're yeah trying to add add numbers to the video, I guess. If that makes sense. Oh, sure it does. Sure it does. Do you guys do anything else besides the the video? Uh, so that, yeah, so video, uh, the calipers, as I mentioned, other other tools that we're uh, looking to combine are uh, noise tools, uh, so acoustic type tools, um, looking to uh, to partner up with other companies um, with ultrasonic type measurements and uh, and things like that. So uh, yeah, those that's the the primary business uh, right now, but always looking for for more tools to combine where it makes sense. And, and you're talking about a combination of video and audio put together? Yes, yep, we've done that uh, in areas like Alaska and, and the Middle East uh, so far. What's what's the advantages and, and obstacles behind that? I mean, obviously there's got to be some advantages for somebody to do it, but there's got to be some obstacles, otherwise everybody would be doing it. Well, sure. Yeah. So advantages for the for the noise or the audio type tool. Uh, primary application for that is uh, is looking for leaks. And so, um, so with a traditional noise tool, it's uh, you're basically listening for a leak that's coming in. When we combine it with the camera, we can actually see it, uh, see it, and listen to it. Uh, so obstacles to that and main obstacle to, to any of the camera work is uh, just having the, the visual conditions for it, right? So um, uh, we've got to clear, be able to clear that well up to be able to see visually. And in some cases, with when you're uh, on the production side listening for leaks, uh, it, may, it may be a case where you're getting a lot of bubbles in the water, right? And so you're not getting a whole lot visually. Um, and so that can be, uh, that can be the, uh, obstacle, I guess, in that case, but, uh, in, in many cases, um, yeah, we can still make that work and, and, and it's relatively new 
the combination, I should say. Noise tools have been around for, for a while, um, but the combination of that and cameras is still uh, pretty young. We've only been doing that for two, three years. Is there any other combinations that, that you guys are doing out there besides the audio and, and the visual? I, I can't think of any, but I just thought I'd ask. Yeah, just the as I mentioned previously, the caliper uh, with it. So kind of the, if you think in terms of the five senses, we're feeling with the caliper, but we're also getting a measurement and, and seeing as well. So uh, so that's that's the primary other tool at the moment. Okay, all right. So we still got taste, and what's, yeah, taste. <laughs> and we get one more after that too. And then we got to get then we got Spider Man in there for the sixth sense, where he'll tell you where the next well is going to be. There Hey, there we go. That, now that's the business I need to get into. Uh, well, Jay, well, we'll wrap her up here. Go ahead and uh, let people know how they can utilize your service. Sure, appreciate you coming on because, you know, as well as I do, especially in Colorado, anytime there's uncertainty in the air, people are always either trying to figure out how to, how to consolidate their business or expand their business and think of different ways. And so coming on and, you know, it's good to see some of these innovations and technologies are really starting to fill the gaps, if you will. Whereas I, I talked to the, a couple guys that work in the, um, this is kind of off the record here, but I, so I won't give any names or anything along those lines, but, uh, dr- you know, dr- drill bit type guys, uh, frack heads and that sort of thing. And, you know, their business is down a little bit, but that's what you expect when rigs are down 20%. So, Appreciate you coming on and, you know, giving us some of the good news, if you will, out there in the business, in the world. So uh, give yourself a plug and let people know how they can uh, become a little bit more efficient with their wellheads. Oh, sure. Yeah. So uh, uh, best way to contact us is probably through our website. That's www.evcam.com. Uh, EV like extreme video and cam like camera. And, uh, and then the, all of our contact information is on there as well as uh, case studies and uh, just everything that we're doing with the cameras, calipers, noise tools, etc. So, appreciate the time. To listen to the full-length interview, visit thecrudelife.com. And here's to the sound of one hand clapping, and here's to not letting this moment pass. Historic. The first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative. The cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects. Groundbreaking. The Davis Refinery. When it's time to put the booze down, find us some solid. That's going to do it for today's The Crude Life Podcast. I'd like to thank Arthur White with EV Downhole Video. Also, Troy Schrenk coming up in just a minute or two. He's with Target Hospitality. We're going to talk a little bit about bonding and family atmosphere to end the program. Our sponsor today, Credence Energy Services. Thank you very much. The hardworking men and women at Credence Energy Services philosophy and approach to business is rooted in a set of guiding principles. 
For more information on Credence Energy Services or to find out about their chemical solutions that improve production, reduce failures, and optimize overall operational efficiency, visit their website, credence-energy.com. That's credence-energy.com. Also, our featured event, Williston PBR, presented by Marquise Metal Works, coming up June 25th. We'll be talking to Jason Marmon a little later on about that in the week, maybe next week. Also, Johnny Green's Eco Watch, the Earth's champion, about the Green New Deal, 75000 per household. The first year a study came out. All that is located at thecrudelife.com and, of course, our podcast show page. Our studio sponsor, Hatch Coaching. The phone line sponsor, Bach and Barbecue. What else do we got coming up? That's it, really. That, that, that's our show credits, right? Because I do like to give thanks. I like to give thanks every single day. Wake up with a grateful heart and give thanks. Okay? And from there, it just seems to go downhill from there. But that's how we start the day. Okay, folks. I, that's it for me. I guess stick a fork in me. I'm done. Provolone, excellent job today. Uh, we'll see you folks tomorrow. My name is Jason Spies, Troy Shrink with Target Hospitality with our daily update going to end the program. But from the staff here at the Crude Life Daily Update, my name is Jason Spies asking you to always remember energy is more than an industry. It's a way of life. We already know how it's done. Let's put our lives on hold and run. Dodging the clouds and heading for the sun. With host Jason Spies. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Crude Life Daily Update. On today's episode, we talk with Troy Schrank, Chief Commercial Officer for Target Hospitality. In just a moment, part of our exclusive interview with Troy Schrank with Target Hospitality, right here on the Crude Life Daily Update. You know, look as we think about the business. You know, look, we're 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 fortunate and, and privileged to, to be doing business in, in two great basins in the United States. We're we're privileged to be part of something I think on, on a bigger picture to be a part of US energy independence. We're an integral part of that. We're gonna to continue to be an integral part of that and uh, and at the end of the day make sure that we have uh, we have uh, delivered on our promise for our customers, uh, energy employers and their employees. Uh, and I think we can do that. But just a couple of really kind of fun announcements. You know, one of the things that, you know, I, I think oftentimes we get carried away talking about how many facilities and communities we have and how many rooms. And look, what I think what I'm most proud of is we have almost 700 great employees in the Permian Basement today that deliver on our profit and deliver the great service quality to our guests every single day. They live with our customers 24-7, and that is that is just not for super profit. They get the, the ability to deliver some great food, not good food. You're working 12 or 14-hour days in 104-degree heat, and you're covered in PP&E and FR, 
uh, what you're looking forward to is not good food. You're looking forward to great food. So, you know, the opportunity for our great people to, to make fresh, you know, grilled steaks every night, grilled chicken, grilled fish, pastas, we've opened up this new concept. I don't know if I've shared it with you, Jason. It's a, it's a, uh, uh, sports bar and grill without the alcohol, of course. It's called the Frack Shack. We've started to open these up over the last several years. We're opening up our uh, our seventh one here coming up here in, in, in 2020. And they're all on location. Uh, you know, the, 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 the customer gets to, you know, go have food 24-7. If they want to go over to the Frack Shack, they can have a handmade uh, burger, a uh, custom-made burger with hand-cut French fries. We've got wood-fired pizza oven. Um, it's like a sports a sports bar that, 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 that anyone would be proud to go into with absolutely great food. And I think it's, it's that it's that care and concern and 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 uh emphasis on the on our guests that that frankly uh have uh, you know every energy company just clamored to do you know to help us to have them help us or have us help them rather and that was troy shrink chief commercial officer with target hospitality to listen to the full-length interview or to check out other exclusive interviews visit the that's the crudelife.com while you're there, if we'd ask you to please check out our social media pages from our Facebooks to our Twitters to even the YouTubes. We even have a podcast here at The Crude Life. That is at thecrudelife.com. From the staff here at The Crude Life Daily Update, my name is Jason Spies, asking you to always remember, energy is more than an industry. It's a way of life. The Crude Life is sponsored in part by Historic the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects. Groundbreaking. The Davis Refinery.
in the place It's just you and me, baby Singing the life we did in the good old days Yeah, we're singing it like they did in the good old days Because we're back to the way The Crude Life, every Monday through Thursday, with a week in review on Friday. Well, I was tears old when John Lennon died. Well, I was 23 when George said goodbye. Yeah, next go, I think it's Paul, I see. And then there'll be only Ringo to play Well, Gandhi says now for now makes the whole world blind And I was two years old when John Lennon died I was born near a harvest moon And I wasn't too late and I wasn't too soon And I was born on the first day of my life And I was two years old when John Lennon died I've lived, yeah, you know that I've tried Well, I've told the truth, yeah, you know that I've lied You know we do what we do so we can survive And I was two years old when John Lennon died
It seems everywhere I go these days, someone is telling me about the success of Hatch Coaching. Listen to what professional speaker Mark J. Lindquist has to say. To see Eric Hatch grow his business and then start to share it with other people, I think is one of those great steps in life. You know, what do you do in society? You succeed at a thing and then you teach other people how you did it. And now to see Eric duplicating his genius across the country, I'm telling you, there's a world changer down the street, and his name is Eric Hatch. For more information, call 701-212-1572 or visit coachingwithhatch.com. That's coachingwithhatch.com. Hatch.com.